excited today. We're kicking off, or not kicking off, we're continuing our summer series on leadership lessons. And today's leadership lesson is about resilient leadership. And we're so happy to have our co-host, Mike Wakeness, on the show with us. Hey, Mike, what's up? Good morning, Latoya. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm having a nice hot cup of coffee on the back porch before it gets too hot here. Oh, nice. I'm also having a cup of coffee. It's my favorite thing in the world. Well, Mike, you know, you and I have talked a lot about resilience and how important it is for leaders, but talk to me a little about what you think it means for leaders to be resilient, and, and why is that an important behavior as a leader? Leaders need to recognize from the start that things are not always going to go as planned. If everything uh, would roll out perfect and every instructional program you create roll out perfect, implement to perfection, that would be great, but we know that's certainly not the case. So leadership really is a series of of uh, events, of, of different things that are going to happen that will require you to be resilient. Because, you know, things are not going to go nearly as planned every single time. So if as a leader, if you try something and it doesn't work out and then you shut down or, or move away from it, it's really going to impact your overall effectiveness. So really, to be a leader, you must be resilient. You, If you do not have uh, resilience in your everyday work and your life, it's going to be really hard to get anything done, done as a leader because of the setbacks that you are going to face. I think you're so right about that, Mike. I think particularly about lots of folks I know who have some perfectionistic tendencies and Sometimes as leaders, we, uh, we, we fool ourselves into thinking that everything must go as planned when really it's about our ability to course correct when something doesn't go as planned. It's okay if we have to adapt, if we have to be flexible, if we've got to amend um, a plan we've had. The key, I think, is how we react when something doesn't go as planned. Um, what are some ways you think leaders can improve their ability to be resilient? Because I really think resiliency is a skill that must be practiced. So how can leaders get better at that? I think the first thing, as I mentioned in the first answer, is is going into situations knowing that you're probably going to have to, oh, you know the old saying in education, monitor and adjust. So knowing that when you go into a situation, it's probably not going to go as perfect as planned. Just like, say, for example, when you are in a teacher's classroom, when you're observing their lessons, trying to provide feedback, we want teachers to prepare for when things don't go exactly as planned. So teachers often prepare their questions, or they should prepare their questions in advance of their lesson. So they also need to plan on a range of answers. Okay, if your student says this, what are you going to do? If their misconception is this, what are you going to do? If your lesson completely falls on deaf ears, what are you going to do? So along with everything in leadership, you really need to have plan A, plan B, plan C, and know what you're going to do, or at least start thinking about what you're going to do, things don't go as planned, just as you expect a teacher to have those contingency plans in place. So one of the ways to get better at this is, is knowing going into it that you're going to probably face these challenges and have to change course, and it's your reaction to these stumbling blocks that really truly define you as a leader, not necessarily your first plan, but how you're going to react to 
uh, the situation as it unfolds. Yeah, I think you're so right. I think so often in leadership, we roll out new initiatives and we know that we always have a group of folks who we call early adopters who take that initiative and run with it. They sort of lead those changes in our organization. They they don't mind getting in there and making it happen. And then we have a group who kind of watch uh, that first group and they, they move a little slower than the early adopters. And of course, we always have our resistors. And I think so often we uh, are not prepared for how we're going to help support our resistors through the change. And so we don't go into that with purposeful planning. And it can lead to a lot of frustration. And sometimes it can lead to leaders just dropping the initiative before they've given it a chance to see if it's actually going to have an impact. So I think we have to, as you said, we've got a plan for all of those types of things and how we're going to move forward in the case that our resilience is needed. Um, what do you think happens to leaders who aren't able to practice resilience? Let's say not necessarily in leading other people, but in, in, in terms of their own leadership. So I try something and the person I report to, my supervisor, um, who, who the person who's acting in a supervisory capacity in terms of assessing my uh, job performance and my ability to meet deliverables says, hey, LaToya, you know, there are some things I think you could do better. What happens if I'm not able to be resilient and accept that criticism? I think it will keep you stuck in a cycle of uh, non-maximum performance. When when you're truly open as a leader, and this is something we talk about all the time, when you're truly open and you can really listen and hear what people are saying, that's going to make you so much more of an impactful, effective leader. If you take constructive criticism and automatically you're thinking of every reason why that person's wrong, then you're not going anywhere. You're not getting better. You're not improving. And again, think about what you expect for your teachers if you're a principal, if you're an educational leader. Uh, when teachers shut down and try to deny every single thing you tell them when you're giving them feedback, you think, wow, this person is just not going to grow. So the same thing with you. Oftentimes, uh, when you get feedback from, from your supervisor, you can do one of two things. You can really listen and hear from their perspective, or you can just Think of every excuse why that person's wrong. And one of the skills that leaders must have, and this would probably be a whole different show as well, is being able to see things from another's perspective. So really being able to listen and think about and reflect on what that person's saying and realize that if you're getting some constructive feedback, it's probably going to sting a little bit. But again, what are you going to do? What's your reaction going to be? What are you going to do to get better? And that's what resilience is about. I think you're right. You know, I was having a conversation with my mother, who I believe is one of the wisest people in this world. And we were talking uh, about something very much related to this topic. And she said to me, you know, well, you know, if you can't admit that there are things that need to improve, it's highly unlikely that you'll get better. So I think that's so true. And I think resilience is about not being stuck. It's about being able to bounce back, being able to course correct, being able to move forward. And if we uh, get ourselves into this uh, belief system that as the leader, we have to be perfect, and if we mess it up, everybody's going to uh, criticize us, then it can really be paralyzing and, and lead to inaction. And I know uh, you and I used to talk about that a lot. You know, at some point, you have to act. And so I think it's about moving forward with purpose, being prepared to course correct, being prepared to amend. So um, I, I would have to totally agree with all that you shared, Mike. Well, folks, we never like to leave our show without giving you a resource. So something that I haven't read yet, but 
that's certainly on my reading list for this summer is Resilience, Why Things Bounce Back by Andrew Zoli and Anne-Marie Healy. We'll put that on the website. That's leadershipwithlatoya.org. Make sure you go over and check out that website. We've got a host of resources and tools, our blog, all of our latest podcast episodes are posted there. I want to ask you to continue to support Leadership with LaToya. Leave a review on iTunes, subscribe, like, go check out our Facebook page. We're just so excited to continue bringing you the best in leadership uh, on a podcast. And so until next time, be you, be true, be a hope builder. This is Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Grow.